If you have your Bible, would you please stand and join me in Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 9. I'm going to read verses 6 and 7. Isaiah chapter 9. If you're able to stand, would you please stand for the reading of the word of God. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. Hear now the word of God. For to us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and, on his king, and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. The word of God, you may be seated. As we are concluding our December series, as you can see, we went from uh, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Today we're going to talk about Prince of Peace. So buckle up, let's talk about the Prince of Peace. Uh, the Moody Bible Institute, prior to the turn of the century, published an article that says this, since the beginning of recorded history, the entire world has been at peace less than 8% of the time. And study, in its study, the periodical discovered that 3,530 years of recorded history, only 286 years saw peace. Over 8,000 peace treaties were made and broken. In other words, we live in a world where there is no peace. And, and, and if I want to be honest with you, I, I, I'm probably going to mess up your Christmas song, your, your one of favorite Christmas carol, Silent Night, Holy Night. There was nothing silent about the night that Jesus was born. There was nothing peaceful about the time that Jesus came. As a matter of fact, for Jesus' entire 33 years, there was really no peace. Prior to his birth, there is no peace. When, when we preach at the beginning of the month of December, we said that 700 years when Isaiah made the prophet, when, 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 when made the prophetic, um, said the prophetic words that unto us a son is born, unto us a child is given, that he will be called those four names. The people were in distress. And Isaiah prophetically said that, well, there's going to be a son, a, bo a, a baby that's to be born, that baby is both from God and from men, but that baby will be Prince of Peace. At that time, the people were seeking peace. And, and, and if you know the Bible, study the Bible history, no wonder that the Israelites rejected Jesus. Because Jesus came and did that fight with the Romans. He came to provide a peace that nobody really understood because the peace that he provided was not the physical, but rather the heart. I wish I had somebody this, this afternoon understand what I'm saying. The peace that Jesus offers has nothing to do with circumstance. As a matter of fact, in this country, you know, whether you vote Republican or Democrat, ain't no peace. Obama came, no peace. Bush came, no peace. 
Biden here, no peace. Trump was here, no peace. I don't know if I messed up your party already, but what I'm trying to tell you is this. There ain't no peace in the government because the people who we have currently, they cannot, their shoulders cannot uphold the government. And the one whose shoulders can uphold the government is called the Prince of Peace. I'm talking about my Jesus. I don't know about you, but I'm talking about my Jesus. The Jesus who is called the Prince of Peace. Isaiah called Jesus the Prince of Peace. Why Prince? Why not King? A Prince acts under the authority of the King, his father. Um, if you look at in England, Prince Charles cannot do has whatever he wants because his mom is the queen. Therefore, there's somebody who tells Prince Charles what to do. The only person who can tell Prince Charles what to do is Queen Elizabeth. So Jesus, here, taking the title Prince of Peace, comes under the authority of God the Father to bring peace. Ooh, I'm preaching good. I'm telling you it's going to be good. Watch this. This peace that we are all seeking for, the peace that the world needs only exists in Jesus. And if you look at the world, there's one thing that the world is good at, putting Jesus out. I, I know, I, I know, I know. You, you know, we say, God bless you. We say, God bless America. Ain't nobody got a problem with that because God can be Allah. God can be Confucius. God can be anything. But the moment you said Jesus, oh, we got trouble. Okay, all right, maybe I'm too excited. The moment you said Jesus, you're now getting specific. And whenever you get specific, not general, you got issues with people. Why do you think in our public schools, Jesus can be spoken? Why do you think in our quarters, Jesus cannot be spoken? Because Jesus comes in a way that when he comes, either you accept what he offers, or you reject him totally. That's why when we talk about Jesus being the Prince of Peace, it's not just any kind of thing. Watch this. People do yoga. People do whatever, or they center themselves to find peace. and no peace. But there's only one person who can give peace because Jesus is the only deity that's called the Prince of Peace. Um, the word peace in the Hebrew is the word shalom. You know pretty much what, you know what peace does? It's basically to bring something whole. In other words, things that were broken, things that were scattered, when they said peace, that brings it together. When you greet a Jew, a, 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 a true Jew from Israel, it says shalom. That's the peace. They said Shabbat shalom. Peace and rest. That's what they speak of. In other words, now here's the thing. The only way both you and I can have rest or peace is through Christ Jesus. You can't have that. Now, now Jesus is the Prince of Peace. So we said, well, Pastor Perry, you know, uh, um, you know, that's a good little spiel you give me at the beginning. So what, what, what is it that, that, that this Prince of Peace offers? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. Four things, real quick. Four things. Are you with me? Um, 
When it comes to Jesus being the Prince of Peace, first thing that he offers, it offers you the peace from God. Somebody said, peace from God. Um, Jesus offers you a peace from God. Watch the preposition, from. In other words, the source of peace is not what you do or what you have. Okay, all right. The source, in other words, for you to have peace, you have to find it in the one who originated peace. Jesus is himself the Prince of Peace. God wants God, you and I, and our sinful states, we are at war with God. We are not at peace. I, I, spoke, I, I told you only for, before the year 2000, they found only 286 years and the entirety of the time the world has been together has had peace, right? So when you and I, from the moment you were born, because of your sinful nature, you are at war with God. There's no peace. Okay, all right, okay. That makes no sense, but it makes perfect sense in my mind. Uh, um, countries that are fighting, they are not in talking terms. There's something that they disagreed upon that brings about war. And when you have war, what it is is that you have two wills that are fighting for one to submit under the other ones. So you and I, you, we are fighting with God, and God says, you know what, I can kill you, and, and you deserve death, and you deserve eternal separation from me. But because I am also a loving father, not just a righteous father, I'm a loving father, I'm going to make a way for Perry and you to have peace with me. And that way is simple. Jesus Christ. I'm excited. I know you're Baptist, but I'm Baptist this morning. Jesus is the source of peace. Watch what the Bible says. In Romans 1, 7, um, Paul is giving his greetings to the Christian at Rome. He said this, To all in Rome who are loved by God and called to be his holy people, grace and peace to you from what? It's up there in the red. It's up there. From God, right? From the Lord, from God, our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Here, you see that Jesus and God provide peace. The, 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 the equality or the deity of Jesus being God. In other words, peace cannot come from nowhere. I mean, that's why, that's why people got boo bay. This week, the next week, they got somebody else and still looking for peace. If you're looking for a man to give you peace, you ain't going to find no peace. If you're looking for a woman to give you peace, you're not going to find no peace. You can be in a marriage. If you don't have peace, you said, kids going to give you peace, ain't no peace coming. There are people who said, well, I, I, I need a more paying job. Well, you can have all the money in the world, ain't no peace. Jeff Bezos just went to a divorce. Amazon is worth $3 billion, a, a billion dollar rather. Jeff Bezos just went through a divorce. So if it's those things, if it were to be people, money, fame, whatever it is, those cannot provide peace. Peace only comes from Jesus Christ. Um, in Ephesians 
um, 2, 13 through 16, it says this, but now in Christ Jesus, who uh, um, you, who you formerly were far above, been brought near by the blood, for he himself is our peace, who made both groups into one and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall by uh, um, abolishing in his flesh the enmity, and this is where we were at war with God, the enmity, which is the law of commitments containing all ordinance, so that he himself might, might make the two into one new man, thus establishing peace and might, reconcile them both in, uh, um, in one body to God through the cross by having put death to uh, um, the enemy. The Prince of Peace makes peace with God available to those who surrender to him in faith. If you surrender to God in faith this afternoon, whether you are here, whether you are um, listening on the radio, streaming on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, if you would surrender to Christ in faith, you would have a peace that comes from God. Not just that, we have the peace from God, we have the peace with God. You have a peace from God, you have a peace with God. Watch what Romans 5.1 says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Have you seen the common denominator so far? Jesus, where Jesus is, there's peace. Whether it be coming from God or with God, there is peace with Jesus. And that's what Jesus offers. Peace begins when we encounter Jesus as the one who reconciles us to God by his death. Um, for those of you who have small kids like I do, you didn't teach them to lie. You didn't teach them to lie. But somehow, someway, in their nature, they still omit the truth. That's in their nature. And, 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 and until there is a true reconciliation with God, that's how they are wired. Now, is that acceptable? No, no, PJ knows better not lie to me. But the reality of it is this, because of how we are, even when we receive the peace from God, but for us to enjoy the peace with God, there's an old nature in us that's fighting against that peace. It's not your husband that's the problem. It's not your wife that's the problem. It's not the kids. It's not your boss. It's not the job. It's an issue within where what God provides for you to have, what God provides for you to enjoy, but there's something in you that's fighting to counter what God provides for you. God gives you peace. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, when, when, when I hear, uh, um, I have this new, new world at my house, no complaining, um, uh, um, and we're implementing this 2022 strong, no complaining. When I see, for those of us who are children of immigrants, 
um, to have what we have today, to be where we are today, to have the letters in front of our names and behind our names, and, and then for us to have all that, you know, what we have in the banks and so on and so forth, and to be, oh, I'm not at peace, I'm troubled. Oh my gosh, I'm troubled. What's wrong with you? Have you realized that it's not the things, even though we are so blessed to be where we are, but we have something that's greater than the, those things because those things can be taken away at any given moment. But I can tell you something, and nobody can take away my Jesus from me. And nobody can take away my Jesus from me. Um, Christ is the author of our peace, which brings us, which leads us to the peace of God. So we have peace from God, peace with God, and now we have peace of God. So you, you may say, Pastor Perry, what's the difference between all those things you're saying? Well, let me tell you this. Peace from God, we see that that's the source coming from God. And, and, and peace with God, that's the method because it's with Christ, with, with, with. If you go to the book of Ephesians, every time you see the word with Christ and, and circle that, with Christ and through Christ we can do anything and everything. But now, it's, it, 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 it doesn't stay there. It goes with the peace of God. Now, um, I, I put this in my note. Um, there, there, there's quite a bit of a difference between um, peace with God and the peace of God. When a person accepts Christ as Lord and Savior, um, he establishes peace with God because you're no longer the enemy of God. As a result of salvation, God appeases his anger toward sin and through Christ's work on the cross, now peace with God has been established. In other words, when you accept Christ, you receive the peace from God. Because of what Christ, uh, uh, when you accept Christ, you receive the peace of, uh, um, the, the, the peace with, you got peace with God. Because of what Christ did, did on the cross, you now have the peace of God. In other words, it's not just something that's passing by, it is something now that's here to care for you. It, it's something that, that it's a possession, peace of God. It's something that you and I possess, you and I who are in Christ. What do you think, what do you think, I, I've said this multiple times, people with a whole bunch of money, the moment they lose something, they commit suicide. And what do you think, you and I, as broke as at times you can be, you are happy. It's, it's not because of you any better. It's simply because the peace of God. I, I'm going to get there in a moment. And, and Ephesians talks about the peace of God that surpasses. I'm, I'm coming there. Remember, I'm coming, I'm coming in a moment. And in other words, when we have the peace of God, and, 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 and Philippians 4 uh, um, four, uh, um, four, seven. He says this: "In the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, or transcends all understanding." Can, can, can I pause here for a moment? Um, I, I, I know there's some of you now who are bougie enough to where that you are following Eastern mystic, uh, um, nonsense. Um, you, you know, you got a 
center yourself. You got to meditate to whatever. Um, let me put it to you this way. Whatever it is you're trying to meditate to find yourself at peace or at ease or whatever it is, here's what the Bible says. The one, the peace God provides transcends all that nonsense. Okay, uh, oh. Um, the peace that God provides, um, your, your financial understanding, it transcends it. Your intellectual understanding, the peace God provides, transcends it. Your uh, um, big, bad, whatever you are, transcends it. In other words, whatever you can think of, your, your, your zenness or whatever it is, God's peace transcends all of it. Um, um, now in days, um, I heard uh, um, what Steve Harvey was promoting, um, this new kind of Christian Islam religion. Uh, um, I think Dave mentioned it uh, um, in one of his sermons. Um, well, he, here's what I'm telling you. Um, the peace of God is singular. Um, it, it, it does not intertwine with anything else. Because um, all the, and, and young people, listen to me. Listen to me real good here. Listen to me real, real, real carefully. Here is what you need to know. Why the peace of God is transcends everything else because only Jesus died and got up from the cross no other thing they trying to kind of mix with Jesus got up from the cross okay uh, that, that sounds real good in my mind in my head but let, let me put it to you this way in other words all the other thing they trying to kind of cook tell with Jesus they are not Jesus and for you to truly get the peace of God, it's Jesus or nothing. It's not Jesus plus something else. It's not Jesus with this little thing. No, no. It's Jesus by himself. And, and so there, it says this, the peace of God, which, which transcends all understanding. And here, you, you know, the Greek word for, for all, punta. P-A-N-T-A, that's, that's how your transliteration goes. And you know what it means? All. So, I don't care how, what you think, or if you feel that I'm being offensive to you, I am on purpose being offensive to you because I cannot say it's something else there. It's not Jesus plus anything else. It's Jesus alone. And it is his peace. Uh, um, you, you, you know... Um, um, recently, there was a meeting with the uh, um, authorities in Deerfield, and they, they found that through the pandemic, um, there's a higher drug use, there's a higher divorce rate, there's a higher domestic violence, there's a higher murder rate, um, and all of that, you know why they said, uh, um, the chief of police and all of them said? They said simply because people were not so accustomed to be with each other, even people that were married and living together. And now because they were together, they couldn't find no peace. They couldn't find no peace. They end up beating each other, killing each other, um, drug use went up, and so on and so forth. And, and I'm here to tell you, uh, um, my beautiful people, my redemption people, I'm here to tell you, um, if you got the peace of God, 
you can stand your husband. If you got the peace of God, you can love your wife. If you got the peace of God, you can love the children. If you got the peace of God, you don't need no drugs. If you got the peace of God, whether you broke, whether you rich, you'll be just happy. It is the peace of God. Now, um, just so you know, and I didn't say that on the beginning, just on purpose. The peace of God does not mean that the world will be at peace, the world around you. The Bible never said this. The um, Bible tells us in John, there'll be tribulations. There'll be trials, there'll be tribulations. But the peace that you have, it's from within. It's not some kind of make-belief. It's the peace of God. And folks, God is real. You know how I know he's real? Just put your finger by your nose. That's, that's, that's the proof that, that's, that's the, that's the proof that you need to know. Because nothing else holds your breath but God. So then, our world of troubles, um, you know, I, I, I see on social media, people said, oh, I got to protect my peace. <laughs> you can protect something you didn't create. You know, people talk about this and that. Oh, I got to protect my peace. I, I know people who, 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 who break God's covenant and talk about God protect my peace. You have to be within God's covenant to experience God's peace. And it is not you who uphold this peace. It is God himself. He is the Prince of Peace. Um, well, can I give you a few, few takeaways, four takeaways? Um, I, and I promise you I'm done after that. Um, number one, God's peace is unlike any other. Um, John 14, 27, one of my favorite verses. Uh, um, Shirley Caesars, you're not black Baptist, but Shirley Caesar had a song, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me, the world cannot take it away. Um, this peace that I have, the world did not give it to me, the world cannot take it away. How do you know, Pastor Perry? I'm glad you asked. John 14, 27. Um, peace, Jesus speaking. In my words, peace, I live with you. Um, my personal pronoun, personal pronoun, right? My peace, not Perry's peace, not Clemens's peace, not David's peace, not Pastor Clever's peace, not any, but Jesus's peace. He says, I give to you. Check this out. Check this out. He ain't done, he ain't done yet. Not as the world gives. Ooh. ooh. You, you, you know what I'm going to ask, right? How does the world give peace? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Um, Y'all know that. No amount of drugs can I give you peace? No amount of sex can I give you peace? No amount of money can I give you peace? No amount of fame can I give you peace? No amount of notoriety can I give you peace? No amount of jobs can I give you peace? No change of zip code can I give you peace? Um, some people live Pompano to go to Boca, they're still in trouble. Um, some people live um, Boca to go to um, Western, they're still in trouble. Um, you can move from state to state. If you, if you don't have peace, that cannot give you peace. But I'm here, I'm here to tell you, I'm glad you asked. Jesus says, I'm giving you my peace. It's not the world's, but it's Jesus. Uh, um, the world's peace is 
circumstantial. <laughs> you scratch my back, I scratch your back. Um, uh, um, the world says when the stars align, um, you know, I would have peace. Um, if I marry the right guy, tall, dark, and handsome, um, his bank account is six, seven figure, I'll have peace. Girl, please. Um, if I married the, um, let me dip myself, the Halle Berry lookalike, um, you're going to have peace. Up, oh, please. Halle Berry, I have multiple husbands, past multiple marriages. Um, Jennifer Lopez, every other week she got a new one. Kim Kardashian, um, you, you know, people you want to be, uh, they ain't got no peace. But have you ever paid attention to your parents who will be married for 50 years, 30 years, and 40 years, and they ain't got no college education, they ain't got no big bank account, but they got a peace and a joy that no one can take away from them? Ooh, I wish I had a witness this afternoon. Y'all not helping me, but I'm going to push it anyhow. anyhow. Um, they have a peace and joy that nothing cannot take it away from them. Um, it's funny how people with no college education who are not on social media, who works the lowest amount, the lowest paying job, they are happy. They are happy. They got a peace that Jesus gave to them. The world tells us, make more, more, more. I have no problem with you, make money. Make money, give, the, give, give to the church. Amen, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, um, but, but, but if your peace is based on what you have or who your boo, bae, thing, whatever it is, you ain't got no peace because that can't be taken away from you from a moment. Um, one of my favorite songs is When Peace Like a River Attendeth My Way. The guy who wrote the song, his name is Horatio. Um, his wife and, and kids were going to England on a boat. Um, if you go to my office, there's a, there's, a, there's a frame with that song in it. His wife and kids and were going to England on a boat. And the boat kept sized. And, and, and the wife and all the kids died. And the wife sent him a telegraph, all but one. All perished but one. And the only one that survived was the wife. And, and, and the, 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 the husband on the way now to, to go to England to get to, to get to the wife. And as they were passing by, they show him where the boat had capsized. And the, the song, he penned the song, when peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like seas billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well. It is well with my soul. The only way it's going to be well to your soul. I'm sorry, I'm, I know I'm loud to this afternoon, but it's because I'm excited. The only way for it to be well with your soul is if Jesus gives you this peace. It doesn't stop here. Uh, um, not only God's peace isn't like any other, um, God's peace protects. Um, remember the Philippians 4, um, 7 that I that showed you? And, and, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding or which surpasses all understanding, guess what the next um, clause is in the, in the, in the thing, in, in the verse? Will guard, will guard your hearts and minds. In other words, God's peace is here to protect us. Uh, you say, I, I need, no, no, you don't need protection from the things of the world. 
God's peace is there to protect you. Because, look, um, people find protection in many other things. Um, when we live in Pittsburgh, we had a basement um, in, our, in our home. And my wife, um, my wife would, um, would hear something, you know, and she would give me a nudge with her elbow, elbow. And said, honey, I heard something. I'm like, well, you know, okay. So she's like, no, 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 no. I heard something downstairs. Um, she can't go to sleep until I go check the basement. And typically it was nothing. Right? But the peace that she needs is for me to go check the basement to make sure I'm right. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Um, when we hear something is not right. When something is going on, when things in the world, sickness, death, diseases, uh, um, pandemics, uh, uh, um, uh, loss of income, whatever it is, when things are not right and, and you feel a nudge, um, you just got to go to God because God is the one that protects your heart and mind. I, I, I may be able to check the basement, but I can tell you this, that somebody will check the whole house. I may be able to check the basement, but there's somebody who check our whole lives. I may be able to check the basement, but there's somebody that my yesterday, my today, and my tomorrow, God is already protected. Um, this peace um, is unlike any other. Um, this peace that God provides, it, it protects, it, it guards. Um, this peace God provides, here, here, here it is, here it is. He resides in us. This peace has its dwelling place in us. God's peace is not floating around like something that has nowhere to be. No, God's peace is in us. Watch what the Bible says. Uh, um, 2 Thessalonians um, 3.16 says this. Now, may the Lord of peace himself. Give you peace at what? Uh, you're, you're not helping me. I'm a Bible, I'm a Bible preacher. Uh, when, when does he give it to you? Uh, did, he say, did he say when the husband loves you? Did he say when the wife loves you? Did he say when the kids are good? Did he say when we get paid? He says when, 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 when the job is good? When your boss said good morning to you? No, 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 no. He says this. Now may the peace of the Lord himself. Right? Now may the Lord himself. May the Lord of peace himself. Give you peace at all times in every way. Not in some ways. Not at some times. But in every way. Why are we seeking for other things? When the peace is supposed to reside in us. God's peace, young people. God's peace, young adults. God's peace, young married people. God's peace, adults. God's peace may, has its dwelling place in us. Lastly, God's peace is eternal. Verse 7 of the text that we read says this, There will be no end to the increase of his government or of, his, of, of peace. When we begun with Isaiah prophecy, naming the Messiah as our Prince of Peace, in the same passage, God promises there will be no end to Jesus' government of peace. Right now, what we are seeing is the unfolding of God's plan of redemption for his people. We are already reconciled with God and are at peace with God through salvation in Christ. 
We can experience peace of God in the middle of our circumstances. Ah, when you are anxious, <laughs> there's a peace of God. When you are troubled, there's a peace of God. When you are at risk, there's a peace of God. When things seem to be chaotic, there's a peace of God. When Biden is president, there's a peace of God. When Trump is president, whether now or again, there's a peace of God. <laughs> when Haiti is upside down, there's a peace of God. When you just gone broke because you didn't follow the peace of God for Christmas, there's a peace of God in paying, the, paying back your debts. <laughs> I wish I had a witness. There's a peace of God. You know what Satan does? Satan makes us believe that um, because we did something we're not supposed to do, that God is going to forfeit his peace from us. Because Satan is called the accuser of the brethren. And Satan makes you believe as if you have no peace. And that's why you have some preachers said, well, you have some racial, uh, uh, um, some, some ancestral nonsense. No, 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 no. No, garbage. Um, that's French. Um, here it is. God, when you sin, you sadden the Holy Spirit. When you repent, the joy comes back. We're going to talk about the joy next year uh, um, a lot. But, but, but when, when, when you repent of your sin, Whatever was broken is restored. So Satan wants you to stay in your state of brokenness. But praise be to God. Praise be to God because remember what I tell you, peace is bring the whole thing together. Peace is that when Jesus died on the cross, you accepting him. Woo, hallelujah. I, think you do. I feel like preaching now. When he died on the cross, you accepting his death, he puts you back together. Which means that your sins of past, your sins of present, your sins of future have been taken care of. So therefore, whenever the enemy comes to accuse you or remind you, said, you know what? Let me tell you something, enemy. I know where you're going, but I know where I'm going. So if I were you, I'll repent because I repent to my God. I'm done. Um, there's a missionary by the name of um, Dunn Richardson. Um, he wrote something called the Peace Child. Um, this missionary served for many years among the primitive tribes of Papua New Guinea. And he wrote this book called The Peace of Child, The Peace Child. He tells the story of how two tribes in Papua New Guinea who maintain a blood feud between themselves for several generations. Each generation fought and nursed their wounds only to fight again, killing and maintain and, and maiming uh, um, more and more people. After years of struggle, the two tribes realized that they must stop fighting or nothing would be left of their people. But what could, what could they do to end years of uh, uh, um, warring between the two tribes? Don Richardson goes on to tell, he says that the chiefs of the two tribes came together and brought with them a child they called the Peace Child. 
This child was the son of one of the um, opposing chiefs, which was adapted into the family of the opposing chief. As long as that child lived, the two chiefs promised to cease their fighting so that all could live. Richardson finally found a perfect picture of God's love for us and sending his son, Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, to die for us. You see what I just tell you? The two opposing chiefs, they basically adapted each other's son, which means that because now they adapted each other's son, they're no longer warring with each other. Ooh, I'm preaching good and I know I'm closing on the right note. See, Jesus, we've been adapted into God's family as a result of what Jesus done. Because of that, peace that Jesus offers is ours. Peace of God is mine. So therefore, I can wake up tomorrow and say, peace is mine. I can, I can get up tonight and say, peace is mine. Whether or not I got a job, peace is mine. Whether or not I have a job, peace is mine. Whether or not I'm married, peace is mine. Whether or not I'm single, peace is mine. Whether or not I have children or not, peace is mine. Because Whether or not I have money or not, peace is mine. Because you know why? Because the peace of God is mine. Peace of God is mine. Say, well, Pastor Perry, you blabber a whole lot. Close, bring the plane down already. Here it is. Um, you said, well, this is all sounds futuristic, but how do I do this? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, Isaiah 26, 3 says this. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because it trusts in you. Um, if you keep your eyes fixed on the cross, you can put it up. You can put the next slide up. If you put your eyes fixed on the cross, you got peace. The peace will stay with you. Um, the, the, the Hebrew word that, that, that translates uh, um, stayed it's literally the word that means rest. You, 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 you lean. You, you, you lean on God. And how do I do this? I commit myself to him. I commit myself to God. And, and, and no way for us to celebrate in Christmas and get all into all that death and then you don't lean on Jesus Christ. Commit yourself to him. Rest on him. Obey his word. Serve him godly. Stay near him daily. How do I do this? In his word and through prayer. I'm done. The peace of God is for us. And the peace of God is ours. As long as we have our eyes stayed on the cross. The good old black Baptist, we said, I woke up this morning, I got my mind stayed on Jesus. Wake up every morning, get your mind stayed on Jesus. You don't need all that mumbo-jumbo nonsense, meditation nonsense. No, 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 no. Fix your mind on Jesus. Meditate on his word. Memorize his word. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will be your peace. May God bless you.